Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey there, folks. This is Matt Welch, sports editor at Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out this rapid reaction edition of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. Uh, let's recap my game from last night. I was out at the Star, at the Ford Center at the Star, out in Frisco for a, a very high-profile showdown between Plano Senior and El Paso Eastwood um, on a uh, on what, what is what is probably going to be one of the more uh, one of the more unique nights of the uh, of the Texas high school football season. Obviously, you know. You've we've all heard just the backstory leading up to this game from, you know, with just the uh, the the past month for the folks out in El Paso, specifically that Eastwood community with, um, you know, with the mass shooting um, on August 3rd, you know, at a Walmart located just a few miles away from the Eastwood campus, allegedly committed by a Plano Senior High School alum. Um, And then, you know. The the plan Plano ISD and you know, canceling the game and then 24 hours later reinstating it and having it moved to the Star, um, and then you know the news comes down earlier this week on Monday that a uh, a former Eastwood uh, football player Eddie Cruz who was actually one of the Star uh, one of the Star wide receivers on last year's team he uh, he passed away on Monday in a drowning incident out in New Mexico so uh, many a uh, many a heavy heart um, within the Star. On uh, on uh, on Thursday night, and you know a lot of a lot of uh, questions and speculations as just how both schools would go about you know deciding to uh, to honor the victims of the uh, of the shooting as well as Eddie Cruz and um, and yeah you really got to see a, a sense of unity and togetherness um, you know especially prior to uh, to kickoff. Um, you know, uh, you had things like like students from uh, from both schools meeting at midfield for a pregame gift exchange. Um, you had a uh, you know I'd never seen this before covering a high school football game or really in any football atmosphere, but you had both teams in their entirety. Um, you know, meeting at midfield to participate in the coin toss. And then after that, you had both teams lining up side by side um, alongside the, uh, you know, the 45-yard line, along the 40-yard line, two lines, one Eastwood player next to a Plano player, next to an Eastwood player, next to a Plano player um, for a uh, for a moment of silence for the, uh, you know, for the victims from the shooting as well as, uh, as Eddie Cruz. And um, and then for the national anthem. So definitely a show of uh, of solidarity and unity between uh, Eastwood and Plano just talking with the coaches afterwards um, it's it's a moment that you can tell really resonated with them and really added something special to the uh, to the night um, it was yeah I mean there was a ton of attention for this game um, and I've covered both installments of the uh, of the Plano Eastwood football matchups and I was thinking back to last year when they, uh, you know, when they played the first meeting around this time out of Clark Stadium, and it was just me and, uh, and Matt Stepp of, uh, of Dave Campbell's Texas Football is the only media members in the press box. Definitely a little bit more, uh, more of a turnout this, uh, you know, this time around. Um, but nevertheless, though, there was, um, you know, with all of the uh, all of the pregame stuff being very much kind of the center of attention, there was still a uh, still a football game to be played, and one that was actually pretty uh, pretty entertaining, all things considered. You know, you had um, just a, a myriad of momentum swings and big plays, uh, but ultimately, though, it is a uh, it is a second half flurry by Plano Senior right as uh, right as Eastwood is making a, a pretty 
pretty serious push and has it down to a three-point game. Uh, Plano's able to respond with 20 unanswered points, um, eventually leading to a 43-28 to victory. Um, kind of in a, uh, a reminiscent of last year's game. Um, it wasn't anywhere near as bizarre as last year's game, as I've you know mentioned beforehand. You know, Plano scoring 72 points despite running only a uh, you know 23 plays on offense. Um, you've just you've never seen I've never seen a team score as effortlessly as Plano did in that matchup last year. Um, and a lot of it was just these quick drives with these massive gains. Big plays were very much kind of what helped Plano. Uh, you know what helped pace Plano to that victory last year. And it was, in a sense, what saved them from what looked to be a potential upset bid in the making on Thursday. Um, and it was, I mean, it was it was dire straits for a moment there because you had Eastwood, you know, scoring a touchdown with, um, let me see if I can find the exact time frame. Um, let's see. Eastwood scores with, uh, let's see, 241 left in the third quarter on a 37-yard pass from Christian Castaneda to Luca Gandara um, on what was, I believe, fourth down. Fourth down and a play where, um, you know, Plano generated a heavy pass rush. Castaneda had to, get, had to basically just fling that thing up. And then you had Luca running free down the scene, not a Plano defender within 10 yards of him, just a, uh, a very confounding coverage bust. Um, and and yeah, he catches it and strolls right into the end zone. And just like that, it's a 23 to 20 ball game in a game that Eastwood at one point had trailed um, by 16 points at the half. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, there was a there was a heck of a turnout for this game, too. So you got the entire Eastwood side just buzzing um, on the following drive. They get a big sack on Oliver Towns and they eventually have Plano backed up into third and uh, 22, I want to say it was. Um, so, you know, very much... Uh, very much, uh, you know, kind of a very, very unnerving moment for uh, for Plano Senior, but they're able to uh, to get a uh, to get the lifeline in the form of a 49-yard touchdown pass down the sideline from uh, from Oliver Towns to Jaden Chambers in single coverage. Um, yeah, just beat him on a deep ball, and um, and yeah, Plano go, goes backed up by uh, you know by two scores. Um, in a in a sequence that I kind of typified the uh, the way that Eastwood was approaching this game defensively, they were uh, kind of selling out to stop the run. Plano went out of its way to establish that early on. Lots of Cody Christ, lots of Oliver Towns, Tylen Hines. They made the run game a bit of a priority, um, and Eastwood was essentially begging them to throw the ball. And Towns, despite some rocky moments early, um, he had a lot of success with the deep ball as the game went along. Um, Jaden Chambers, in particular, was a big benefactor from that. He caught, um, you know, he caught five passes, uh, two of which went for touchdowns. One for the aforementioned one for forty-nine yards, and then he had one for forty-three yards in the second quarter. Um, and that was uh, said the forty-nine yarder put Plano back up by nine, and was just the start of a. Uh, of a much-needed flurry for Plano to at last kind of stem the tide. They force a turnover on downs on the following play. And then you get a, uh, a sequence where, I mean, there was a, you know, the, the referees had some, uh, had some rough moments in this game as well. And um, one of them was, um, you know, what looked to be a potential forced fumble on, a, uh, on what looked to be a sack of Oliver Towns. The referees ruled it an incomplete pass. 
looking at it on the replay, um, if you're calling it incomplete, then you have to flag it for intentional grounding because uh, you know, there was not a plan or receiver in sight. Um, nevertheless, yes, it was just ruled an incomplete pass, a potential turnover avoided, and you know, uh, and Plano cashes in just a couple plays later on um, on fourth down in a play that again almost went sideways. Tylen Hines gets the ball, almost is brought down in the backfield for a loss and what would have been a turnover on downs. He is able to reverse field and then goes 44 yards for the touchdown and Plano is uh, back up by 16 just like they were at halftime um so uh, a moment a sequence right there that if you know if one thing goes different could have been a very different outcome for the uh, for the Wildcats uh, they're able to force another turnover on downs and then they uh, they essentially ice this one with a 24 yard touchdown pass from Oliver Towns to Nolan Williams for a 43 to 20 lead um, it was a much needed sigh of relief for Plano because there were some unnerving moments there, especially with this, with the way that Eastwood came out of a, came out of the half. Uh, lots of Christian Castaneda. I mean, that kid was an absolute war horse um, on Thursday. Um, between, you know, I mean, I I need to find out just how many plays he actually accounted for with um just again his myriad of passing attempts. They centered the run game around him. A lot of stuff out of the backfield. A lot of direct snaps and quarterback draws and quarterback sweeps. And he was um I mean he was a handful, very big physical runner. And I mean he was cranking out um a pretty solid you know five six yards a clip. It felt like early in the second half. And Plano didn't really have much of an answer. I mean it felt like Eastwood was winning up front and they were able to kind of impose their will on the Wildcats and for a while there it looked like the momentum had you know almost permanently steered onto Eastwood's side um you know so it was on the one hand if you're Plano you know you at least you know with with all the all the pomp and circumstance the fact that this game was you know being broadcasted and whatnot you're playing in front of the largest audience you know not just in a stadium but you know throughout the uh, I mean this game was being broadcasted on WFAA being streamed all throughout the state the largest audience that a lot of these players will ever play in front of um, so for Plano to respond the way that it did you know you can certainly draw something from that but um but nevertheless um, you know overall kind of a kind of a rocky performance I should say all things considered a very up and down one and just talking to head coach Jadon McCullough he still clearly sees plenty that needs to be worked on because I mean yeah Plano did have some uh, some rough moments there there were some like I mentioned with uh, with that touchdown that pulled Eastwood within three there were some some rough breakdowns and coverage Eastwood had way too much success converting third and longs and fourth and longs through the air um and then, uh, like I said, uh, just Plano's, you know, Plano's run game had its rough. I mean, the a lot of it was kind of generated up front, you know, be it, um, you know, be it letting Eastwood's pass rush kind of overwhelm or running backs being brought down in the backfield. Plano's offensive line, you know, it's it's young. It's going to be a work in progress this season, and you know they've uh, they've had some uh, some tough moments to begin the season. Um, but nevertheless, you know, Coach McCullough was was really proud of the way the kids a responded to the adversity and was able to, um, you know, you could tell that Plano made special teams an emphasis leading into this game. Um, specifically, thinking back to last year's meeting with Eastwood, when they, I want to say they recovered four onside kicks. Eastwood was Eastwood basically threw the kitchen sink, and they very much were, you know, kind of treated this this game that same way. They went for it on fourth down a bunch. Um, and you could see right from the get-go that Plano was was bracing for the onside kick. They lined up 
expecting an onside kick every single time that Eastwood kicked the ball off. And, you know, they were able to, uh, they didn't let Eastwood, I believe it was three that were attempted total and Eastwood did not recover a single one. So Coach McCullough was proud of the way his kids at least handled that adjustment. Um, and then just the way that the, um, you know, the passing game kind of got a bit more comfortable as things went along. You know, Plano's going to need some sort of a vertical passing threat to deter opponents from just stacking the box on uh, Cody Christ and Tylen Hines. So from, for Towns to get a little bit more comfortable with throwing that deep ball. And, I mean, he had a great chemistry working with, uh, with Jaden Chambers. He was the, uh, the leading receiver in that game. He had, let's see if I can find the exact numbers. Um, Chambers finished his night with five catches for 124 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Oliver Towns overall goes nine, goes uh, eight of 16 for 162 and three touchdowns. Cody Chris has a big night, 13 carries, 123 yards, two scores, plus some solid work on defense. He was used a lot at safety in this game as well. Uh, Tylen Hines, five carries, 48 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Christian Castaneda, yeah, I mean, he accounted for over 400 yards of offense by himself, uh, 259 yards passing. 149 yards rushing. He had 40 pass attempts and 33 rushes. So 73 plays resulted in a were uh, were run through Christian Castaneda in this game. That is that is insane. Let me see if that is that even that might even be more than Plano ran total. Let's see. Plano ran. Let's see. Attempted 16 passes, only 29 rushes. So yes, that is. Uh, yeah. What is that? 45. So yes, handling more. I mean, yeah. Christian Castaneda was just an absolute workhorse in this game. Um, so yeah, impressive stuff by him. Impressive stuff for Eastwood as well. I mean, it was. You know, Coach Lopez had nothing but uh, you know, just positive takeaways. Not just for how his kids handled the game, but just the experience and just how accommodating the entire Metroplex was for them. Um, it sounds like they had a pretty uh, pretty eventful couple days here, and he said it was something that he and his kids are going to remember, remember for the rest of their lives. And it really was a, a unique night just seeing the way that both teams came together, you know, to uh, to honor and pay tribute to the uh, you know to the victims of the El Paso shooting, as well as Eastwood alum Eddie Cruz. Um, just a really cool night. Um, something one of those. One of those special things that, again, shows like what everyone had been saying leading up to this, just how powerful high school sports can be as far as unity and just bringing two communities together um, during times of hardship. Um, you can check out my game story at StarLocalMedia.com. I'll have some video highlights to accompany that as well later in the day. Otherwise, folks, this has been Matt Welch with Star Local Media. I will be out at uh, Allen tonight covering the Allen Dickinson game. I'll have another one of these post-game podcasts for y'all tomorrow. Uh, folks, you enjoy, um, enjoy your night, enjoy the rest of your week, and I will talk to you later. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all. StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.